We did it, y'all. We overcame technology. <laughs> Take that, AI! <laughs> I wasn't sure if you were starting your episode or not. Oh, no. <laughs> High Mystery. 1,500 years ago, everybody knew the Earth was the center of the universe. Mm -hmm. yes. 500 years ago, everybody knew that the Earth was flat. Mm -hmm. yeah. 15 minutes ago, you knew that humans were alone on this planet. Imagine what you'll know tomorrow. And right now, you're listening to High Mystery. Yay! I'm Tristan. Hi, I'm, I'm Max. And I'm Robert. And I'm Colin. That's right, you've got our special guest here in the studio with us. It's Max LaRue. Hi, everybody. Glad <laughs> to have you. Max is an improviser that I've been working with on our improvised puppet musical team for the last five years. He's a gifted comedian, but he's also a brilliant actor. He's been on uh, HBO, on Veep. He was on Baskets. He's been on a few other things that don't stick out as brightly in my mind. <laughs> now I know which one's Colin Watch. Uh, right? <laughs> But Max is so funny, and we're very glad to have him here with us today. So thank you for joining us, Hey, Max. great to be here. Glad it worked out. Been wanting to come on the show for a while. Yes, sir. As I said, this is High Mystery. This is the podcast where we get super duper baked, and yeah. then we talk about a mystery. Um, if you're not partaking in the marijuanas, I, I don't know. Head down to your local dispensary. More and more states are, you know, going medical or legalizing. Get your little crunchy right. sativa or a deep fat indica. Everyone's doing it. Everybody's doing it. But <laughs> really, everybody is. Like, that's, yeah. you'd be surprised. Come out of the proverbial weed closet and join us. <laughs> uh, today, I brought in, um, you know, no surprise for the frequent listeners, uh, Twisted Hemp Wrap. It's pretty much the only thing I buy these days. Yeah. Um, and then it's filled with Banana OG and Snow Globe. Snow Globe? Uh, which surprisingly is a sativa, the Snow Globe. And then the banana is an indica, so a hybrid -y joint <laughs> without putting a hybrid in there. Okay. Mine, uh, I've got my standard rolly here. I brought uh, three today. We did smoke one before we ever started. So if you're keeping track, if you've got your blunt counters, move them along. <laughs> right. We're, we're already at one. Uh, and I've got another That's a great order. merch idea. You have a little cribbage board. Yeah, right. <laughs> Smoke along with the high mystery. <laughs> you can play some high mystery bingo, you know. <laughs> uh, but it's a King Palm Rolly, and inside it's got Rosé, which is a sativa, and uh, orange sherbet, which is also a sativa. So. I have really been enjoying that rosé. I bought some of that, too. And it's like um, a really, like, I want to say cheesy, skunky weed. Like, almost, for me, it kind of reminds me of, like, before I smoked weed, when I smelt people smoking weed and mm. I knew it was weed, it was like that cheesy, skunky smell. And so it's almost like pulls on my nostalgia Precious strings a little bit. <laughs> Smelling weed before I even knew. moments of our lives. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, speaking of weed and nostalgia, 
Yeah. We gotta know. We got oh, to man. know. First. Tell us about it, Stud. I have, I, I, that's a long time ago. The, <laughs> the thing that uh, strikes me when I try and remember the first time I got high is that I took LSD before I ever smoked a joint. All right. That's like, I amazing. Did, did it kind of backwards. <laughs> I, I'm definitely ready to hear about your first time doing acid. Yeah, that was, I mean, that was way more fun. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, probably high school, maybe somewhere after high school, like 18, I was kind of a square in high school. Uh, I knew who the cool kids were. And so like when I was friends with them, eventually I was like, hey, like I'd like to try that. That weed that everybody. Yeah. Um, you guys if know it doesn't where I could... bother you guys, I think just... is there any? Uh... And then my friend uh, was like, I-, "I won't name her." Uh, she was like, "Yeah, we're we're gonna take some uh, LSD this weekend if you want to try that." And I was like, "Sure, yeah, yeah, let's do that." Hey, if you wanted to dip your toe in the water, I could just shove your head exactly. in. Exactly. <laughs> wow. Quickly for the listeners, we have sparked one. We have. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so you just yeah she had this cool house up in the Hollywood Hills and nice. she's like kind of an arty girl and uh, so one thing I really that sticks out to me is her ceiling she had attached all these uh, like fabric things um, to the ceiling at the corners so when you're lying on the bed looking up at the ceiling if you can imagine it looks like a giant fluffy quilt okay because <laughs> it's just like pinned at the corners a little loose okay and then yeah once you know, acid takes hold, and you're just like, whoa, <laughs> up is down, I'm falling, but comfortable. And It sounds cool in concept, but also, like, how do you clean a ceiling full of fabric? Or I guess, do you not really need you to? You gotta take it down every yeah, time? Yeah, you gotta take it down, down and wash the whole thing. What kill, man. Uh, sorry, I just, you know, I can't help but think of the logistics of things like that. <laughs> just put it up when you're gonna do acid. Yeah, well, there you go. You don't need it up the whole year. <laughs> <laughs> nice. But that was the acid, so yeah. weed. Yeah, I couldn't really tell. Like, uh, it was, it was, it was just before um, Starbucks took hold of the world. So, like, uh, there was like a really thriving independent coffee house scene, uh, at least in LA, and like that was the cool thing for kids to do if you weren't drinking, like, go hang out and drink coffee and talk all night. And uh, yeah, just like my circle of friends, somebody was like had some weed. I do remember buying weed from somebody <laughs> I went to high school with. And him totally ripping me off. Like, oh, yeah. totally taking advantage of my ignorance. Like, I've done that too. He's like, I can give you, like, this much. <laughs> like, this much. It's very small if you're watching on the Twitter. Uh, and it was like, yeah, that would be about, like, $25. When I, like, brought it over to... For what we'd probably call a nickel. To the party, yeah. Yeah. Like, they were just like, how much should you pay for this? <laughs> yeah, for sure. That's why it's good to have a <coughs> brother. <laughs> Older siblings at least know how to not totally rip you off. Although I'm pretty sure my brother ripped me off <coughs> once too. So <laughs> yeah, it wasn't until college that I was like became a, a daily user. Mm. Um, so I don't have any. Yeah, sorry, I, don't, I can't. I can't, I can't <laughs> tell you which was the first. I can remember the first cigarette I smoked. I can remember the first acid. I can remember the first drink, but I couldn't tell you the first time I got high. I mean, it's you weird. technically did get high on acid, right. so yeah, this yeah. is the first time you got high. It's just True. usually. The introduction is weed. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty surprising when it's something else. Well, so, like, my uh, my mom had this thing where she didn't want me ever to make a bad choice and go out drinking and, you know, have something terrible happen. So when I was, like, 13, she went to the supermarket and got a bottle of Boone's Farm mm-hmm. and uh, sat there with me and got me drunk so I would know what it was like. Oh, yeah. Um, and sometimes I think about, like, 
Maybe that's how I should do weed with the kids. <laughs> like, this is what it's about, man. I mean, no one can really decide that other than you, right? Yeah. I'll come back in when, you know, I'll tell you guys a report about it next time I'm on the... I, Johnny Depp, I think, is one who was like, I'd rather they got it from me than get, right. like, cheated out of somebody or whatever. I mean, I know a ton of people whose story with it starts at, like, 11, 12, yeah. 13. I mean, technically, science suggests at least waiting till 18 <laughs> That's just so your brain yeah. can develop or whatever. Of course. But if they're going to be using yeah. it, no matter what. Right, if you're going to be drinking alcohol or doing whippets or whatever else kids can get their hands on, like, that's killing way more brain cells. Yeah, yeah for sure. I think, it, I guess, the most important thing is just, like, being open with them. And, like, if they are going to smoke, then you can at least have a conversation. Yeah, that's it's just totally important. uncharted territory. Like, yeah. I don't have any example of raising kids around weed. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I do know my, my sister had some friends in Kentucky who she went to their house for dinner and, like, the idea was once you are able to roll your own joint, you're just like in on the family smoke. And like yeah, after right they then. finished dinner, she just opened the box and like the kids who were old enough rolled their own joints and like just the whole family smoked up or whatever. So like little Susie whose fingers are it's like trying. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you sorry, honey. <laughs> sorry, honey. No one wants to smoke that loose piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, we'll watch your cartoon with you. But. It does kind of make sense to me too, though, because there's like a certain age where you want to be at the adults' table and like you're yeah. too big for the kids' table and stuff. So there, there will come a time where it sort of makes sense. I feel like sure, just like with everything. But it does make me think of the like old thing. Like I think it's about time you had a beer with your dad. Yeah, right. And it's like, why doesn't that translate? So I, I think it should. Yeah, we should write a book on how to raise your kids around weed. Right? <laughs> by kids, by people who've never had kids. <laughs> right? yeah. I'm just, just going to say co-write it with Max. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Max. I got one expert and we'll all write it. Okay. Max is going to write it. It'll be endorsed by Hyman. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. We'll just be making I'll money. I'll try them out on my children. <laughs> <laughs> what could go wrong? It'll just be a Hyman Street Presents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be a trial and error. <laughs> Love so, it. we got to talk about mystery, I guess. Mystery. Oh, yeah. Before we do. Oh, yes. Is promotions? there anything you wanted to promote? Um, you know, my place in the universe. Yeah. Uh, Los Angeles? No, just, I'd like to be in a better place. I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> he wants a promotion. Yeah, I'd like a promotion. Oh, I've see. been here a long time, and I feel like I'm putting the work in. No, uh, I don't know. I'm an actor. i got nothing coming up, but uh, you can go to maxzeru.com to see what I've already done. Uh, it's all there. Uh, M-A-X-Z like in zebra, A-R-O-U.com. Mm -hmm. um, I got Instagram hacked last year, oh. so uh, that was a disaster. So <laughs> now I'm at the next John Goodman. Uh, okay, nice. For that. Yeah, I'm just coming for him. I'm coming for him. Watch out, old man. Buying it for you, humans. <laughs> I would take that guy's career to heartbeat. And then, like, uh, yeah, Colin and I got the the sound and the furry. We've been doing a lot of shows lately. You can, I guess, check our Facebook for that. The sound yeah. and the furry is the best way. Um, yeah. And you can check us out on the uh, Twitch feed at Pixel Playhouse. That's true. Wednesday that nights too. from 5 to 7, we'll be doing musical improv. Put me in your stuff. I'm yeah. funny. <laughs> Hell yeah. I you heard it here first, folks. I can vouch <laughs> for this guy. <laughs> And I can vouch for the sound in the furry because yeah, I really enjoy that. Oh, a thank lot. you. Mm -hmm. You guys. Are yeah, you've been to a couple shows. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it's not just like the the novelty. <laughs> <laughs> like the first time people see us, they're like that was amazing. But if they see us more than once, they're like, yeah, <laughs> that's not true. Here's the thing: really? you watch a couple other musical podcasts, 
and your guys is, is phenomenal. But then you add in the fact that you guys are doing puppets and that you guys are like really synchronized as like a team. It really just. Yeah, it has been kind of taken off lately. Like I, like we've been together a long enough time now that I feel like we're really trusting each other on stage. It's making some beautiful things happen. Yeah, baby. <laughs> so mystery time. Yeah, what do you yeah. got for us? We're here to answer the question. If you don't use it, do you lose it? Oh, no. I mean, I know. <laughs> I know. Maybe. Dicks? Are we talking about dicks? <laughs> I know I the mean, 40-year-old virgin went tackled this question. <laughs> when I took my college health class, one of the things that I remembered from it was the only thing that they know that is proven to improve prostate health is that you ejaculate as many times regularly. as you are comfortable yeah. with. And yeah, that you do regularly. And so, don't don't chafe yourself. Don't yeah yeah. Don't, don't go, go crazy. above and beyond here, people. Yeah. Just yeah. do you know regular whatever that means. I have been a strong advocate for prostate health since I was <laughs> like, years old. I've made it almost my life's work. Same. I spent a lot of time in my bedroom thinking about prostate health. <laughs> Mom, I'm trying to be healthy. <laughs> Told you I'm taking care of my prostate. I'm fighting cancer over here, Mom. I said, don't come in. <laughs> You've been vacuuming for like two hours. No, so if you I just, yeah, I just, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, I was about to say. Is it is it more like about if you don't keep hunting for cryptids, you'll never find one? Or <laughs> if you don't continue to seek the truth, you will never find it. That's fair. Fair yeah, news. Yeah, yeah. I think that was the opening to the X Files. <laughs> <laughs> it sunk in. I didn't even realize it, but I go, me and the X-Files. <laughs> uh, but no, if the intro was to allude to anything, we would be going down the... Tristan's time traveling. Man in black. Okay. <laughs> Here come man in black. Then you won't remember. Here come man in black. Willie Smith. <laughs> what is your name? Did anybody see the international? Is it worth it? Good times? Thor uh, and uh, Valkyrie? Yet. No, we did. Did we? <laughs> <laughs> well, you got to be kidding me. I must have been like sleeping through that one. I don't remember that at all. It, uh, it doesn't have the heart that the first no. Yeah, no. trilogy has. Retread. Uh, Sorry. Aliens. Aliens. Never we... apologize. Wait a minute. I mean, we, we got it. We I kind of set it up. I did not look. I knew it was coming, but I did not look. What happened? So we got to play a round yeah. of what's it got on Rotten Tomatoes with Men in Black International. Okay. So we all put forth a number, Jeopardy, or not Jeopardy. Sorry. Price is Right Rules. Price right. is Right Rules. Over, but not. Okay. Under, but not. Yeah. Closest, but not Closest, over. but not over. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'll start this catastrophe <laughs> off and say... <laughs> 43%. I'm going to give it a 32. 32. Oh, man. I'm going to go with 12. Whoa. Wow. Taking it at the kneecaps. <laughs> I was going to go like uh, 36. But now I feel like I should price is right it. <laughs> go 42. And I will uh, say Rod Tomatoes is pretty cutthroat. Like, okay, so what are our final numbers again, Rob? Uh, He's 43. 43. 32. I was 12. 42. The correct answer is 23%. Whoa. Colin Turner takes it again. 
<laughs> Sorry, gang. Yeah. yeah. Couldn't help but not play that game. <laughs> Talk about Men yeah. in Black International. I don't you know. Can, you can tell us in the comments whether or not you want to chime in on these numbers. Because I'm going to see, I'm going to watch the damn movie. Oh, yeah. me too. I, I'm going to watch it again and see why I <laughs> slept through it. <laughs> you know what? It was made. They got shown in theaters. Charming Good needs. job, you guys. I like and, both those guys. Yeah. Come on. And it's a great franchise. Yeah. Okay, so Men in Black, is Men that the mystery Black. for today? Aliens, or government, secret government agents. <laughs> I mean, I did briefly talk about the Men in Black on uh, one of the episodes. The first UFO sighting had the first encounter of the Men in Black. And then also, <coughs> who were we talking about? I did one where the Men in Black showed up at a guy's house. Yeah, the Men in Black, they's, they's pretty much everywhere when you talk about UFOs or uh, aliens or anything like that. They usually make their appearance. Um, so I will kind of touch on some of, some of all of them. Um, so as Rob was saying, that the story of the men in black, which are the mysterious figures that would become the subject of fascination in UFO conspiracy circles and eventually break into the mainstream popular culture, can be traced back to one day. Oh, really? June 27th, 1947. Oh, that's a real Men in Black day, huh? Yep. It all started with a man, a boy, and a dog. Yes, that's true. <laughs> and a boat. Yes. <laughs> what? Do you know this? Or yeah, I, I, we, I did the my mystery a while back. I can't remember something UFO was. Uh, I think it was a Patreon episode, so I don't think a lot of people know. Well, this will be great because I'm going to yeah. have to touch on it in order to get to, like, the more Men in Black stuff. Yeah, okay. and I'll just nod my head like, yes, I know. Okay. Right, 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 right. Lay it on. I, I did it first. <laughs> I'm Rob and I did it first. It happened. <laughs> Check the Patreon out if you want, you know, a first-hand account. We go on there, it's not there. We'd like it was to pay to find out if Rob is right. <laughs> I mean, if you're not on there already, I feel like you should just because some of the more obscure fun mysteries are on that as sure. well as uh, oh. videos are going to be making onto there at some point if they're not there already. The Maury Island UFO is the episode. Oh. Yes, the Maury Island incident. Okay. June sure. 21st, 1947. So and not it, Roswell. No. Nah, not Roswell. It refers to claims made by Fred Chrisman and Harold Dahl. Of fall, uh, basically, they said that there was falling debris and threats of men in black following the sights of a UFO in the sky over Maury Island in Puget Sound. Okay. And uh, most of the story or what's speculated comes from a report by Kenneth Arnold who was an aviator who claimed to see several UFOs in the area around the time. That sounds like a good name. Like, I trust that name, you know? Like, don't worry, America, your skies are safe because they're protected by Kenneth Arnold. <laughs> Kenneth Big Dick Arnold. <laughs> Lover of ladies. <laughs> aviator. And did we mention his big dick? <laughs> Hunter of UFOs. Big Dick Arnold. He actually chops down trees in his spare time using his giant <laughs> His giant genitalia. <laughs> you ever see Crocodile Dundee where they use that thing spinning around the air? <laughs> I mean, if you haven't seen Crocodile Dundee. Oh boy! 87. 87%. <laughs> 
That's the only 100%. That was well loved. When the crocodile Dundee goes to Hollywood, that's kind of what it is. What's his name? Steve Coogan? Paul Hogan? Paul Hogan. Steve Coogan is a guy, but English guy. Okay. Anyway, back to your mystery. So, uh, in 1947, I guess, like, a, a common hazard for the area is that there's a bunch of random, like, floating logs just, like, on okay. the surface, which I guess can, like, damage boats and stuff that are... Yeah, specific Northwest lumber country. Yeah. And so they thought that was the explanation for the, like, debris? Um... No, basically that's the reason why these guys were out there in the first place. Like, it was their job to, like, snag the loose rocks and take them back to the mills for a salvage fee. Okay. Fair. Got it. Mm-hmm. But they saw some suits poking around. Well, the suits yeah. aren't, aren't there yet. So they're just out there doing their doing log. Their job. Yeah. Just grabbing logs. <laughs> Living their life. Good night of grabbing logs and driving them down to the mill on the water and leaving them there so they can be processed into furniture. Right. Got it. And okay. the su- the supervisor is Chrisman. What's that mean? That's his name. That's, That's his, his name. name. So the it two guys just, who are really telling the story are Chrisman and Dahl. Just Chrisman? He's like Cher? Right. Okay. He's like, I'm, I'm the foreman. Foreman Chrisman. That's all you need to know. Uh, so, yeah, they go to Arnold, and they um, were like, yo, we're harbor patrolmen. We're on a work boat near uh, Maury Island, and we done seen six donut-shaped objects in the sky. Okay. Um, according to them, one of the <laughs> objects dropped a substance that resembled lava or white metal Whoa. onto their boat, breaking a worker's arm and killing the dog. Yeah. Oh, my. No. It was a dog. You have to put a warning before. <laughs> Sorry for all the trigger. Jesus. <laughs> Lou, it's okay. Yeah. Don't listen to this uh, part. Lou. You guys know my wife cannot listen to this podcast. <laughs> oh, it's off the list of things she'll ever do in her life. I mean, that uh, dog would have died several times over since 1947, <laughs> but... No! No! <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I'm so confused. Chrisman and his underling... Doll. Yeah. Doll are reporting this... To Arnold, who is like the... Aviator, who because he's got a bit of a reputation that he sees a bunch. Right, of, he's seen a bunch of. UFOs. And not only has he seen them, but he's <laughs> he an incredible. incredible and incredible yeah, he's Kenneth Arnold. Yes, right. <laughs> Kenneth Long Johnson. So Arnold. they go to him. So we're still, <laughs> we're still not to the Men in Black. No, this is okay. all set up. Yeah, this is just them making issues seeing the donut shapes in the sky and coming and talking to the pilot talk about Big Dick it. Arnold. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so after he, yeah, so he's telling him about this, and he also claimed at this point that later they were approached by a man in a dark suit and told not to talk about the incident. Okay, this is the interesting. Yeah. Um, I will say that. Dahl claimed in the sky he saw the six objects floating about 2,000 feet above his sheet, above mm-hmm. his ship. Mm-hmm. Uh, the objects were made of some reflective metal, again, donut-shaped. They have a lot of attachment to the donut shape. Mm-hmm. Maybe they just had donuts on the brain. They're, like, really hungry out there on the water. <laughs> I don't know. They've mentioned donuts, yeah. like... Ten times. In this thing. <laughs> the thing that I'm wondering is like, do they truly know that it's donut shaped in that it's got no middle to it, See, or is I it just like disc shaped? Yes. Loggers who gather up uh, wood for scrap don't know that that's technically a torus 
shape. No. That's the only term they have to define it is a donut shape. Uh, so yeah, it was also about 100 feet in diameter. Whoa. And the center center holes were about 25 feet in diameter. Okay. Whoa. Also, I, I don't know. Whenever people are giving reports about size and dimension, I'm just like, how do you know? It's in the sky. Like, yeah. Something that's like 20 feet away from me. I don't know that's 20 feet. Like, fuck. How do people... How are you pulling these guesstimates? That's what I need to know. <laughs> they, also, pull up, they pull out like a Saxton with all right? the things like on it. And one of those land surveyor things. Quick, bring me my abacus. I need to formulate this. So, did they say the donuts uh, themselves hit them? Or the donuts like dis dislodged debris that hit them? They unleashed the what was like white lava or something. So, In the like, sky. Yeah, yeah, they dropped it on them. And so do they have any, like, of this white lava? Like, did it cool and turn to rock in their boat? No, I imagine it just, like, fell into the water or, like, hit and then, like, punctured through or something. Uh, I don't know. They don't, they did not claim yeah. to have any of that. Have the... they done an autopsy on the puppy? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> what about the guy who lost his arm? Yeah. Does there's he... got to be some residue. Not on you would board. imagine there would be residue. You don't, well, I don't know how he necessarily broke his arm because he could have been uh, diving away from it true. and broke his arm in that fall. Here's what, what I think you. is he got in a fight with the dog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we say it was a donut UFO. And Trust me like, on this one. There's nothing worse than being a dog killer. So. Yeah, yeah, it's true. He's like, no, I... what? Aliens. Aliens <laughs> <laughs> came. They took my arm. There is a sawing away. I got to think of a story. <laughs> like, Where's the dog? I had to get rid of its body. I don't understand. It's like, wait, I don't. What is happening? Dog ate my arm, and then I had to. Um, so he also said that he saw round portholes and what he thought was an observation window. Uh, five of the craft circled over the sixth with which dropped slowly, uh, and then it stopped and hovered about 500 feet above the water. Okay. Checking things out with their yeah. observing holes. <laughs> <laughs> if, uh... Sorry. <laughs> if, uh... If they, these men in black told them not to talk about it, how do we have their detailed descriptions? Because they didn't listen. They clearly right? talked about it. I didn't listen. They could have talked about it. And Is this then in a report? And the men in black came to them, and mm. then they said, we can't talk about it Oh, anymore. this is how the men in black heard about it. Yeah, maybe I got to assume. They were talking maybe, around maybe. Cracker Barrel. Yeah. <laughs> so it does say that most of the debris landed on the bay, though some oh. hit the beach. Uh, apparently, Dahl recovered a few pieces. Oh. Uh, finding it was white oh. and light, lightweight metal. Um, and then along with the white metal, the ship dropped about 20 tons of dark metal, which he said <laughs> looked like lava rock. Um, and that apparently when it hit the water, it was like so hot that it was like, psh, you know, Vaporized. like geysered or yeah. whatever. Um, well, apparently they took several pieces and, um, Yeah. <laughs> Several okay. pieces, kept them in a lockbox, buried they, them underneath. They the went ashore. They took pictures with the camera. Huh. Yeah, because it was chilling there for like five minutes. So, you know, they had a good photo shoot with it. Yeah. Just yeah. circling, work, giving them different angles. Work. Give it to me. Show I, me your liquid metalness. I think I know why we don't have any pictures of that today on the internet. 
Why? The Men in Black. Men, Men in Black, Black came. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, not to not to kill the lead, but. Will Smith, Tommy Lee Jones. It was integral in the creation of the noisy cricket. This is true. Which, if you don't know what the noisy cricket is. I'll watch a movie. Where were you in the 90s? <laughs> I wasn't born. <laughs> Invented a child. <laughs> you willed a child into being. This is just a reminder that we are working on a book about how you should introduce your kids to marijuana. <laughs> I, mean, I assume that's what <laughs> So apparently they did drop the dog's body off in the water, like on the way back for like a burial at sea or whatever. That's like so use a good cool. sea dog. You gotta go out so, at sea. Evidence, man. Hold on, yeah. let me get this straight. UFO drops a bunch of shit on their boat. I mean, essentially just is sinking their boat right now. They got a They're huge leak or something. Yeah, they need to go back to shore. A guy's got his arm broken, whatnot. But well, yeah, they're, they're like, taking... before all that, <laughs> we got to throw this dog over the side. Apparently, yeah. Do, That's how rusty would have wanted That's how rusty would have wanted Well, you know, they're taking the son to the hospital for treatment. And, uh, you know, they just kind of like, on the way. Yeah. <laughs> Don't need this anymore. It's only making us sink faster. Okay. I mean... It just said it cracked their boat, right? Yeah, like it could so, have like hit the beam or something. Okay. Not anything or like it could have just simply like whatever they dropped in the water could have just caused such a big concussion right next to the boat, like a big wave reaction. Sure. Then maybe that's all that it took to, you know, maybe the dude fell on the mm -hmm. dog and crushed him and broke his arm at the same time or something. Or, okay. I don't know. It could have been just the reaction of such like a big reaction in the water breaking the boat and messing them up because it doesn't say anything about them like sinking into the water or anything no, like doesn't. that so the boat must have been still operational okay i thought they dropped the this like 20 tons of hot metal or something on <laughs> <laughs> the water vapor it, whatever it is it's not super clear what exactly happened right like they, anything i don't you know ever since we had the mystery i reference them all the time it's an astral beast there's a bunch of astral beasts up there, and they're all like fighting for one astral beast attention, and then they finally go in for the sexin, and it's just hot astral beast <laughs> raining down on you. I think just a bystander. Aerial beast, right? Atmosphere. Atmospheric oh, beast. Atmospheric beast, that's the one. Yeah. Which are basically like cloud creatures, but they're. Uh, the idea is that there are just as many creatures up in the clouds as there are here down on Earth. Yeah. Just bouncing around, sky whales and sure. stuff like that. Yeah. And yeah. So, who's to say? <laughs> Took the word right out of my mouth. <laughs> but, I mean, that's just, like, the first, like, sighting of the men in black. I mean, what, right. why, why are we still to believe that there are still men in black out there? It could have been just... Two rando yeah, FBI, FBI G men. Field office. Yeah, it's like, hey, stop talking about this stuff. Yeah, don't create a panic. Yeah, maybe we got a cold war going. I don't know. Yeah, 
You guys sound like a solid cop duo. Right? <laughs> why are you guys? Virus, cop why, duo. why are you guys at my house right now? <laughs> just, just you had a couple drinks last night, right, sir? I didn't have any drinks. No, I mean, you I, couldn't I, say what you saw. Is what you're saying? <laughs> oh, hold on now. I I could say what I saw. I well, how about you don't? How about you don't say what you saw at all? Uh, what do you mean? Are you telling me to keep quiet? Is that a threat? Just saying it was dark inside that bar. Things can happen in a dark bar. So, to to answer some of that, um, <laughs> even though they're okay, so I guess like why they're even out there being patrolmen or whatever sure. is in question in itself. Yeah. So they could have been like there was a, yeah. drug running or something. Like who? Dog fighting, yeah, I don't know. But. <laughs> <laughs> I'm um, just saying, and even if they do exist, these men in black, why can't they just hire some people, you know, in gray suits to come over there and serve them like any old serve man? Well, because gray suits are just so trapped. Yeah, right. <laughs> no one looks black. sweet. He's black. I mean, sunglasses come on. <laughs> gray? Are you kidding me? <laughs> There's only one song about gray. And it's from the 90s. <laughs> uh, much like our past character, Gail Harris, who was introduced to uh, Oscar the Turtle way back when. Okay. Unscripted uh, two, one. Yes. <laughs> Arnold was equally convinced by their story on just like a first telling. You know, oh. like they come up to Arnold and they're like, bro, we saw this, this happened, and he's like, yeah. That I believe right. you. This definitely happened. <laughs> <laughs> of course. He's Kenneth Arnold. The man that America needs. Just right stood now. there stroking his enormous fur, <laughs> <laughs> listening to the story. I believe promoting you. prostate health. <laughs> promoting prostate health. A simple prostate health is just a giant penis with a tiny man attached to it. Uh, Bring you the hard-hitting <laughs> stories. Our mystery. <laughs> um, so yes, he was so convinced that he called over some like Air Force intelligence officers. Uh, okay. So they flew in with like some people, and um, they took the stuff for testing. Apparently, they concluded that the metal objects were aluminum and not of interest. Uh, we concluded that these objects are aluminum and not of interest. <laughs> um, however, fly out of the sky then. The officers then died in a crash on their way back to California. Whoa! Yeah. And the plot thickens. <laughs> Something like that. Exactly. <laughs> Dookie House MD, I guess. <laughs> um, so then, you know, the FBI, Twitch people can see it. I'm, I'm air quoting air quotes, that. Those are air quotes for this. Uh, proceeded to investigate the case and concluded that Chrisman and Dahl sightings were a hoax. What? So who killed oh. the agents? They just—it was an accident. It's just a roadside. Right. It was just plain, plain malfunction. Roads are real tricky up there. <laughs> They ran into an atmospheric beast mid, uh, mid flight. Anything could happen to scientists who don't do exactly what <laughs> they ask them to do. In their files, they noted that Dahl stated that if questioned by authorities, he was going to say it was a hoax because he didn't want any further trouble over the matter. Mm. Mm. That, that means dog, man. Smart. 
<laughs> it's, it's an easy way to cop up to the fact that you might be lying about this whole thing, but also keeping it a mystery. Well, if, also, they didn't do that. But I'm saying they would say, like, we're going to say that this is the hoax from now on because we don't want to be messed with by the men in black mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. a good way to be like, to admit if you are faking this, that, hey, it is a hoax, but also keeping it a mystery instead of saying it was a hoax the whole time. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like, hey, just so y'all know, going forward, I'm going to be lying about this. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah it's absolutely. like you might as well be like wink, winking at the camera, <laughs> fingers crossed behind the back type of stuff. Yeah. Well, they did go to like a couple local newspaper and other media outlets and um, even like contacted a variety of publications uh-huh. in the hopes of building up their story through publicity to a point where uh, they could make a profitable deal uh-huh. with a f- uh, fantasy magazine in Chicago, Illinois. Uh-huh. So like it could oh, also man. just be like a super long con. <laughs> Can you yeah. imagine walking in through the doors of fantasy magazine? <laughs> Welcome to Furniture Magazine. <laughs> you finally made it. This way past the furniture built by legions of cats gathering together. Coffee, tea, ambrosial nectar of the gods. Fairies are just delivering all these tiny cups of tea and such through the air. Oh man, I want to go to Fantasy Magazine. I mean, but can you imagine just completely like putting on such a big ruse to the whole world and everything and completely upending your life just for a fucking deal with Fantasy Magazine. Right. Yeah. Like, so hopefully three years later, maybe. No. Yeah, that's a good point. That's Man. why I think maybe something did happen and then they were like, yeah, it's a hoax. Like, let's see if we can get something good out of this. Yeah. You know? Oh, I did it. The plan worked. I, I made it. Because I'm in Fantasy was... Magazine. My if, career if, is going to take off. Yeah. <laughs> it is a long con if somebody, if they're like sitting on that boat that night and they're like, you know what? I'm sick of grabbing up scrap from the ocean. You know what I want. <laughs> Here's the plan. And then like at some point having to tell Dolph, listen, to really sell this <laughs> oh, thing. No. <laughs> I gotta talk with you about whole rest. We're gonna have to take advantage of a really great American <laughs> named Kenneth Arnold. And we're also gonna break your arm. Bye! <laughs> hey, yeah. hey, wait, what? <laughs> you already agreed, you've already been paid. Here we go. Yeah, so I can't imagine that. I can't imagine the exchange where they're like, this this is our long call. Yeah, right. <laughs> you're gonna have to kill your dog. So I think probably something happened, and then later they were like, fuck, you know, like, I gotta get some press out of this, some remuneration. Or who's to say that they even did any of this? This could just be misinformation put out there by... The Men in Black. The Men in Black. What a bouncer to the Wild Wild West. It is interesting. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, wait, (laughs) that's not right. Remember that other star? Yeah, that's that's the same movie. Saw both movies in theaters. Whoa. There was a second Men in Black um, song, right? Or am I wrong? Uh, Yeah, probably. probably. Men in Black 2. There was definitely like a finale (laughs) song. Men in Black Returns. (laughs) Uh, Whatever. Don't worry about it. Willie Smiths, we know you listen. You let us know. (laughs) Those were the heady days of the Willennium. Yeah. Yeah. We were all getting jiggy with it. So, it's it's more plausible, you know, leaning into the Men in Black thing because it is one of the lesser known incidents, even though it should be one of the most known incidents. Um, 
because of the amount of like evidence, evidence. Well, retrieved and the fact that like the two airmen brought over were killed in a weird crash sure. and uh and yeah that just like doll and Christ uh, they do have first names Harold Dahl and Fred Christman Fred Christman yeah, okay uh, mm-hmm. they became objects of suspicion and controversy um, as the investigation continued so like uh, their name and yeah uh, whatever was tarnished they were on the do not fly list <laughs> so they're like fuck I can't even travel yeah it was a hoax fine whatever <laughs> I got shits to do so you think this go. is like one of the most effective cases of the men in black because they, they really discredited the whole thing and also downplayed it that it's not a well-known story. Right. And a lot of people feel like the first instance of Men in Black, like you kind of mentioned earlier, is the Roswell situation. Mm-hmm. But this did happen before that. And the fact that we all know about Roswell, like right. it's a well-known, like they did a terrible job if there were Men in Black at that. Mm-hmm. Whoever right. was in charge of Roswell really screwed <laughs> <laughs> I mean, were there Men in Black at Roswell? Yes. Yeah. that? Okay. That's like all a over the fact. Place. <laughs> it, was, it was crawling with men in black was, I mean uh, yeah I know about like uh, you know the Roswell incident and everything and the cover up I just didn't know if men in black were confirmed to be you know up and down people's yeah, you front could, doors you could them turn stuff. over a big rock and they'd scatter because <laughs> <laughs> I mean if they were yeah then it truly would be terrible because uh they've got theme parks dedicated to that now and all tours and stuff yeah so that's or more it's counterintelligence exactly. right it's like they're putting it so much in your face that you think yeah. it couldn't possibly be real uh, yeah that's why um in like 150 years those movies are going to be re-released with this is a true story oh <laughs> <Boom. laughs> true yeah. events yeah or this is a recreation of true events. Exactly what's going on. They're, at some point, they've probably busted down our door, gave us a zap, messed with our feed. <laughs> probably. We just don't even know. That makes the most sense. Yeah, they zapped us, so how could we remember? Who's to say? Who's to say? Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, the connection and the crux of the mystery of it, you know, being the men in black, is that this is the first, the first telling. Um, And so to get into a little bit more of, like, the visitation action that went down. uh, So they were at, like, a local diner. And the man... Who was? uh, Dahl and Christman. And then this man in black guy. So I guess he didn't even go to their house. He just, like, meets them in a a diner shop, which is oddly similar to the men in black movie where they go to diner shops all the time. It's also Mm -hmm. kind of... uh, Sounds like uh, Dumb and Dumber, right? I mean, Harry Christmas, <laughs> Lloyd Dunn, is it? Lloyd Christmas, Dull. Harry Dunn, something like that? Maybe. Yeah. And this Lloyd is Christmas, Christmas and, and Harold Dahl. Yeah. <laughs> this is also 50 years before Dumb and Dumber. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Dumb and Dumber is clearly trying to retell <laughs> right. the story of these two. <laughs> this is actually their story that's just been pushed around. Um, Hollywood for so long. It will, so many different fantasy, in there. fantasy <laughs> magazines held this story for so long, and it's Five been rewritten words. several right. times over. Instead of selling a dead bird, it was really them selling the dead dog to some poor yeah, yeah, yeah. child. Yeah. yeah, this is just a Dumb and Dumber movie. All right, lightning round. What do we think Dumb and Dumber has? I better have. 
fucking better than. I'm uh, thinking seventy four. No, three or my number is seventy four. <laughs> I mean, I view that movie so favorably. I'm gonna say eighty. Ninety one. Wow. No, I can't go that high. What'd you say? <laughs> eighty. Uh. Yeah, no, I'm gonna go low. I'm gonna go seventy two. We're all over. Oh, what? Sixty-seven oh, percent. Come on, there's tomatoes. that. Those are like award-winning actors. <laughs> oh well, it's part yeah. of the cultural zeitgeist. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think it's great too, but maybe I'm biased. You know, like it's not objectively as good of a movie as I think. I, I think Rotten Tomatoes is. I don't know. Wait, but that's yeah, no, that's why it's a, game, a good game because it's still yeah. fairly unpredictable and yeah. hard to say what a Rotten Tomatoes is going to think about yeah, it. We've all disagreed with Rotten Tomatoes. Sure. We've thousand. all been there. Oh, I can all relate. They, they give uh, freaking um, what is that movie that uh, Mighty Dave Nuts? Chappelle? Oh, Half Baked. Half Baked. Yeah, they gave that shit like a 23. 23. Yeah. Clearly, they <laughs> need to like, smoke what? a blunt. <laughs> Change that perception so a many bit. times. So yes, they're in the diner, and the man was able to recount an extraordinary detail what Dahl had just experienced. Oh. The man in black. The man like in black. Him. Yeah, okay. they're like, oh, we knows all about this. Yeah. <laughs> Donuts. This, this is what portals. you saw, right? Yeah. yeah. Bunch of lava coming at you. Hot, hot magma. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 And yeah, strong army. Yeah, they're like, oh, it's so much easier now. We can just flashy thing people. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's how they can make that movie. You don't want to see Will Smith start intimidating people. Right, in right. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you're not gonna tell anyone where I live. Yeah, right. I know where you live. I know where your kids go to school. <laughs> it's a very different movie. We think your husband movie. turning into an alien was bad. <laughs> <laughs> So I guess a quote from the Men in Black was, what I have said is proof to you that I know a great deal more about this experience of yours than you will want to believe. Oh. Mm. I want to believe. Yeah, he doesn't want to think he knows so much about it, right? Mm-hmm. Mm. And that he also knows way more stuff than he will ever know. Oh, <laughs> Okay. I know more than you do. Right. Right. More than you. <laughs> you think you know about what just happened to you? No. <laughs> you don't know. Uh, so then he, he told Dahl not to speak of the incident and that if he did, bad things would happen. Oh, no. Fucking Men in Black is just a mafia. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> You didn't see anything, see? <laughs> <laughs> it must have worked because then, yes, Dahl and Crimson later did, uh, Chrisman, Chrisman did later admit that it was a hoax. Huh. Or change their story, yeah. too. Or yeah. change their story. Yeah. yeah, they say it's a hoax. But we're only saying that because they told us to say that. Right. <laughs> so it's. They've got my daughter in a dungeon in Romania. <laughs> 
they can't do their regular job. They've been humiliated. They've been yeah. embarrassed. Like the only source of revenue available to them. It's fantasy magazine. Keep pushing this story. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the magazine. But also that was a thing, like in the uh, in the forties and fifties, that like people there were these pulp novels yeah. that people bought and it was a huge industry and like they had to constant the way we have to fill content today online like that's what it was right people writing yeah. like i was in prison and my god was a sexy lady like these stories <laughs> sure. like i was in the jungle fighting punching snakes <laughs> yeah so there was a market for it it's like one-off comics or something like that yeah sure yes in all the different incarnations of the men in black they usually have one main purpose and that's to muzzle witnesses of strange paranormal phenomena. Oh, I thought it was going to be show tunes. <laughs> you would have been wrong. Uh, so. We're the men in black and we're here to sing. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, that's kind of like an angle that the X-Files never really took, is that you've got Mulder and Scully investigating these paranormal things, but you do, they're not the men in black. They've mm -hmm. got just men behind them. That are like, now that they've done their investigation, these men in black are going to come and fuck so sweep it up. up. Yeah, yeah, basically oh, tell yeah. you to shut yeah. the fuck up. Yeah, Skinner and yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. cigarette smoking men. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, but I will say one constant is that they're always wearing black suits and hats with dark sunglasses, drive black cars, and arrive in groups of two or three. Some describe them as one would an FBI agent, while others who call... That men in black is having a strange appearance, sometimes with supernatural features like glowing eyes and strange complexions. Yeah. Uh, which can, is. I was going to say that could easily just be technology glasses mm -hmm. that have like lights in them or what have They're you. Read out. Um, I will say there are theories, and I feel like um, there's a TV show called Project Blue Book. On History Channel, I recommend everyone watches this. Awesome. <laughs> he recommends most History Channel. I do. History <laughs> Channel. Aliens. They, they pander to it'd be, sure. it'd be a shorter list to say all the shows he doesn't like on History, <laughs> history no, there's Channel. A bunch. There's a bunch. There's a bunch on History Channel. Okay. I'm a fan of Hitler's favorite comic <laughs> History Channel. You can watch this with your dad for hours. <laughs> <laughs> Watch it with your dad instead of talking to him. <laughs> the Holly Smoot Terrace, a four-part series. The show. History Channel. Do not recommend. Your dad will only say three or four slightly racist things during an episode. <laughs> the show is based on the actual Project Blue Books that are an actual thing that we're like investigating the paranormal phenomena. And, and then... That's cool. Which is also the X-Files. Right, it's basically the X-Files. Okay. Um, but more, I feel like they're like more close to They're like the actual telling of the the real shit. So those are facts. FBI agents or government agents. Right. But like the X-Files who then has the men in black, this is the same thing. Like then there is the men in black in Project Blue Book. And the way Project Blue Book is kind of like presenting it is that they are all part of an MK Ultra Ooh. group. Like so the so the government has MK Ultra and all that really means is that there's like special kids that are brought in, like maybe they have telekinetic abilities oh, or shit. some kind of something. Excellent. Yeah, basically. Exactly. Super soldiers. And so apparently one of these people in this program then rebelled against 
the FBI creating their own sub whatever with other MK Ultra kids, and they are like the Men in Black as like a sub. Yeah, yeah, the New Mutants. I'm with you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. This yeah. One, generation this history, yeah, generation <laughs> absolutely. Let's try to have a more historically accurate version of the story. Right, well, exactly. Has got superpower uh, yeah. kids. Yeah, what's what's canon and what's not? <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's cool. And that would certainly explain glowing eyes and features and stuff like that. Right. They had special powers. Yeah. So, or the men in black are a similar organization, but not a human or even Earth-bound one, right? Sure. Like right. An alien civilization that goes around ensuring the Prime Directive and everything, and like making <laughs> covering up where aliens have screwed up. Well, the Prime Directive is to party, <laughs> <laughs> and they would model themselves after government agents, and like if they were trying to just. You know, disguise themselves and be taken as a person of authority. Yeah, that's a cool idea. Earth. Or if it's not necessarily interstellar, interdimensional, or just like... Yeah, alternate timeline. Other societies that live within the Earth or whatever. Lots of possibilities mm -hmm. there. So how do we get from Harold Dahl talking about these guys to like a Willie Smith type of invasion. <laughs> well, we production. fast forward 40 years. <laughs> All we need is a beat, son. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically, the tale was then picked up by a folkloric comic book, and the film illustrates how the myth is transformed. Uh, basically, around the time the first Men in Black movie was released in 1997, um, it started like a game of like telephone. Oh. Um, and led to, like, some innovation and misinterpretation of, like, maybe some of the the stuff that was happening. So. <laughs> sure. <laughs> so you're saying that the Men in Black movie is based on real events by the actual Men in Black? Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the story has changed so much in the intervening yeah. half century. It's just, like, how much of it is actually... The universe is really just one marble that is guided by an alien <laughs> hand. <laughs> collar. Yes. Um, and since then, like, many other reported instances with, like, these relating factors of these people have, like, come to light mm -hmm. with regards to, like, UFO sightings or, um, I want to say, like, with, like, the Mothman sighting and, uh -huh. like, other, other things of that nature. Okay. Right. Sasquatch? Yeah, nobody, nobody silenced... Did anyone silence Bigfoot on your last cryptid? Silence him? Yeah, like, was anybody, like, saying, hey, you didn't actually see Bigfoot. You need to shut the fuck up about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, both of those guys were just diehard believers till the mm. end. I think it was much later in terms of, like, maybe the government learned their lesson on trying to suppress this stuff. Like, it was easy enough at that point, to just kind of let people think they were crazy. This is 1967, so 20 years after what we're talking yeah. about now. So, no, I don't think there was too much. We did have an instance of, like, possible men in black, but if you remember, the dude said, I don't think they were actually legit from the government. Uh, okay. Uh, where two guys in black suits showed up at the house, and they were like, take, oh. me, take me to the place where you saw the mm -hmm. uh, whatever it was. I can't remember now. What happened that that guy was getting talked to by the men in black? That's quite Bigfoot. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't 
weed, folks. <laughs> yeah, right. Was it Bigfoot? I think it was from the Bigfoot video. Yeah. No, I'm 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 conflating two mysteries. They're uh, getting mixed up. Anyway, we do a lot of mysteries here, folks. Yes. Today, <laughs> today most people believe that Chrisman and Dahl did fake the incident, yeah. uh, and that the hoax just got out of control. Other people believe that the U.S. government was behind a conspiracy that many have involved uh, UFOs dumping nuclear waste in Puget Sound. Mm. They believe that uh, the shadow government agency sabotaged the B-25 bomber, which killed the uh, investigators who went down there. So they think that was like an inside job as well. Whoa. And um, investigators recently visited the crash site, hoping to find some of the strange rocks to improve things, like one way or the other, like what happened. Uh, But I guess so far they haven't found anything. And... um, yeah, we'll never know to this day. All the evidence was in that plane that, that mm. went down. But there are lots of other reported occurrences of these men in black at other yes. sites of the paranormal. Yes, yeah. this was just the important one because just it was the like one the first inception. First one that we hear, first on record. Yes. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Well, it makes sense, I feel like, in a post immediate post-war U.S., like, there would be a government agency that was like, we have to look out for this. Like, we, we, we need to be on top of this, whatever it is. On top of everything, for that matter. And stop a panic and, yeah, like, keep and people And make sure it's not Russian technology right. or German technology or whatever. Yeah. Huh. So I think there, it, it is possible that a lot of these... And, and I feel like the government would send someone out, would keep a, an organization. Yeah. They have organizations just for, that. for everything. Yeah, a bureaucracy. And we already know for sure, just on the Bigfoot episode, that they have a file on Bigfoot. They tested Bigfoot hairs to determine whether it was or not. And like yeah. Deer origin. Yeah. <laughs> deer. But they never specified deer-human hybrid. Mm-hmm. They just said of a deer origin. Which was deer squatch. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but yeah, I will hit this one again, folks. Oh. And I will go into a little bit more detail about like their connection with possibly the government we'll be singing willie smith song so what do you think i think i feel like we should take a poll like uh who believes what yeah who believes what what's this what do you believe of the men in black like Myth or? Um, I don't necessarily believe that there is a specific organization that silences people. Like, I, I don't think that that's the case. Right, I, that just happens throughout I, all government. I, I think like, that there no are what people. your position is, you right. got to silence It's your job. You yeah, I, I feel like that, like, anyone investigating it, you know, case-by-case case basis, if it's like, something that might interfere with Cold War USA, maybe it's Russia technology, or maybe it's technology we're trying to you know, Great. use against yeah, the Russians and, or what have you. Maybe they're just like, hey, this time you got to stop talking. But I don't think that if it's a UFO that they would be like, you didn't see anything if it, if it could be an alien. Mm-hmm. Because if like either A, that means that they know it is an alien, and 
That's what I would think, and they just don't want to start like a mass hysteria. Yeah. They don't yeah, want to release that information. But in, at that in, in that case, I, I don't really believe in the mass hysteria situation. That, yeah, people like trying to stamp down mass hysteria. Just... I can't even go to the store and get toilet paper. I know. <laughs> yeah. Mass yeah, hysteria you, is a thing. They, they didn't. Did. Yeah. They, uh, you know what? Now that you said xenophobia, it. panic, sure. Sure, yeah. I mean, I guess that is true, but we get There's over no it. There's no toilet paper. We get over it. Like, this might be, like, you know, <laughs> eventually the coronavirus is going to still be around for, like, ever and ever. <laughs> right now we're just dealing with it initially. But after this, toilet paper will be back in the stores yeah. is all I've got to say. It better be. It better be. I needed some today. I don't want to do the three seashells. No. <laughs> That's how we get into the three seashells. <laughs> that movie was just a truth of the future. Yeah. Just yeah. order yourself Precious. one of those toilet bidets. Yeah. Spray your we still got to dry yourself off, Colin. No You're joke. not an we, animal. We've got, got the, dry. we've got a bidet, and it's game-changing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had a bidet at the last place. I never really used it. I only used it a couple of times for oh. just, you know, the... Get into it. The fun of it. Get into it's it. Amazing. <laughs> Have you ever sat on one backwards? No. <laughs> <laughs> it changed your life. I feel like it's like when somebody was like, I've invented the straw. And it's like, this makes drinking so much better. It's, it's, it's something I do every day that you've just improved immensely. <laughs> Uh, I like the idea that it's like a another society that we don't know about, like whether it's Atlanteans or lizard people or just like a, a humanoid race that lives within the earth, or definitely could be crab people. <laughs> what we, we think, what we think, our donuts could just be crab-shaped ships, and you just can't see the pincers very mm -hmm. well. <laughs> and then, yeah, they're just crab people. Uh, I think that in the show Fringe, they describe the men in black as um, people from the future that are witnessing or observing like big events, making sure they go as, as planned. Yeah, as planned. Uh, and so like yeah. if it is to silence people, it's because, hey, we're from the future. We know that <laughs> it, has to go yeah, it has to go down this way. If you say anything, that's the end of time. Right. <laughs> <laughs> they are the time police. They are time cops. Comes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I think it's. I, yeah, I'm gonna go with the. I think it's the Cold War. I think the most likely for a lot of these, uh, especially alien technology sightings, are government tests that mm -hmm. like people saw they shouldn't see and then like blew out of proportion. So I think there definitely is. I feel like it's, it. It feels like every cop I've ever met in my life, you know, like or like these men in black, like will just yeah. walk up and be like, "Yeah, listen, go sleep it off," you know. Nothing to see. Yeah. Keep it moving. Keep it moving. You're you're adding nothing to the conversation. <laughs> the adults are in charge right now, so just forget it. Like it, it feels so actual that yeah. like, like that's the men in black artists. They just yeah, they got to send a couple guys out. Yeah, they're just really seasoned cops. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I also feel like if the men in black are real, like, I don't know. I just feel like they can't do much in suits. Like, I know in the movies they're doing all <laughs> kinds of stuff wearing suits, but there's no way that they can be that oh, active in suits like that. I've seen people do freaking Broadway numbers in suits. Yeah. They yeah. make stretchy suits. Yeah, okay. they got you like just those... Put 
suits that like James Bond wears, you know, in all of his action scenes, he's wearing like it's a suit. It's bulletproof, it's flexed, it yeah. turns into a wetsuit. Yeah, he's able to do <laughs> karate <laughs> kicks and whatnot. In those I mean, even in like the real world, not James Bond, <laughs> they'll put like three inches of spandex in the middle of a pair of pants so you can do your high kicks and tumble and all that kind of stuff in them. So they can do that. If you, you think that they had that in the forties, huh? They had that in the forties. Probably. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> spandex was the thing. I'm sure. Fred Astaire was pretty. Yeah, no, there's was that movie where dances. he tells him, uh, like uh, the mob guy tells the other guy to let his jacket. If he lets his tells his tailor to let his jacket out a couple inches, like it'll hide the gun in the. Mm. Uh, thing. Like I feel like there was a lot of tailors. Tailor was a regular job. That yeah, it still is. It's still a thing. And yeah. I would say that the so far of. What we've heard of these men in black, they're not running around or doing anything like that. <laughs> they're true. just showing they up and saying, up. shut up, and then yeah. they show them a gun, and then they walk away. They, I, my favorite part is the, like, the, the psychic paper. The, the, <laughs> yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, it's super important, so you got to listen to what I say. <laughs> Any other theories? That's it. Uh, Flash! What? You were just listening to the best podcast of your life. You're going to go have a great day. You're going to make wow. great moves. You're going to progress in life. You're going to spend a dollar for our Patreon page. <laughs> You're going to tell 10 friends about it. <laughs> go out and prosper. For High Mystery, I'm Tristan. Hey, guys, are we going to start the podcast soon? Or... <laughs> I'm Max. I'm Robert. And I'm Colin. Bye. Thanks for listening. Bye. New episodes every Monday. Want more High Mystery? Check out our Patreon page, patreon.com backslash highmystery for exclusive episodes every Friday. Merchandise can be found at our website at highmystery.com. Stay up to date by following us on Facebook and Instagram at highmystery for fan art, news, and upcoming events. Thanks for listening.